Shut up and sit down. Hey guys, welcome to Mempossible's podcast. It's been a while. This is Glenn, and this is Dale. So it's been a while, and with us are this fine glass of、um, what is this whiskey? Scotch. 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 So yeah, we thought you know,、um, why don't we just kind of start things off nice? It's been a while, so I think we should start things off with a cling. Oh, it's it's definitely been a while. I liquid think, gold.、Uh, liquid gold. It's been a while.、Uh, <laughs> to me, it seems like yesterday, huh? When we were just sitting down and recording our last podcast, was it?、Uh, it was about a stalker.、Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it has been a while, but、uh, we are back here. We have not been abducted. We have not gone off with our、uh, riches from. The lottery. We are still here. We are back in business, and we thought we share with you、um, the past couple weeks that、uh, you guys have been missing out, or we have been MIA for a bit. I guess I'll start.、Uh, a, a lot to say, a lot to catch up.、Uh, but 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 to start things off, for those of you who still remember,、um, I personally was in the process of getting a deep cleaning. Uh, that has been done. The deed has been done, and I gotta say, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. If you guys go back and listen to the old podcast, I was pretty. Are you talking、out. about the sex change operation? <laughs> that, that is、uh, for the next, next, next episode. <laughs> We're talking about deep cleaning for my teeth, my gum. Oh,、Remember? I see. I think you're talking、issue? about something else. <laughs> I don't know what podcast or where you've been. <laughs> Just to clarify for the for the listeners, for the listeners,、uh, we're、so、back. It's not we're the sex change operation. It's, it's not that. <laughs> not entirely. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the next podcast. Next next podcast. Maybe that requires a couple bottles of、uh, scotch to go through, huh? So <laughs> going several, <laughs> several, several barrels if we have to. Yeah, fine scotch. Fine scotch.、Uh, not nothing less. So going back,、um, I, I did go through the deep cleaning process. It was broken down into two parts、um, because they definitely have to. What is that thing they do when they uh, numb your uh, numb your gum? They don't put you.、Uh, it's not anesthesia. It's、uh, like laughing gas. Not laughing gas. They. Uh, Scotch. They 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 they, they, they drug you. They drug your gum or they drug your teeth so that you don't feel any pain.、Um, but because I think it's topical anesthesia. It, I mean, you're you're the doctor here. I'm just a patient. <laughs>、um, but yeah, that's what they do. And they divide doctor、it. of love. <laughs> We won't go that far. <laughs> but they divide it into two halves. So they'll do your your right bottom and your left bottom, and then they'll do your. Wait no no they'll do your right bottom and your right top and then they'll fuck it they'll do your right side and then they'll do your left side right <laughs> the idea is they don't want to overwhelm you、uh, with anesthesia as well as、um, they are digging underneath your gum so they don't want to pain you and and I was bleeding、um, if for those of you who actually care、uh, the process was good everything was quick simple an hour、um, to to save you guys some burden everything was.、Um, Yeah, I, I turned out okay.、Uh, <laughs> granted, you you had some minor itches and irritation from the gum in your teeth. 
at least the first time around, it took me a good, I would say, a day and a half before I really started chewing and eating. Maybe two days. But the second time around, I really didn't give that much fuck. I just started eating maybe a couple of hours after. I was going to say, that's probably a good, you know, uh, diet. I, I was hoping that would be, but actually I gained a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> by not eating? By by not eating unhealthily, whatever, whatever it may be. But but yeah, that, that was the deep cleaning process. Hopefully we will or I will have a proper in-depth write-up for you guys on the Man Possible site. Uh, definitely owe you guys that piece of article. I know a lot of us, um, you know, lesson learned, always, always... Be sure to brush and attend to your teeth cleaning. Hygienics is very, very important. Granted, this is a grooming show. Um, but Wait, so, more, so I was going to ask, yeah. so out of that, what, if any, are you doing differently? I'm glad you asked. So, like I said, I didn't, I wasn't, it's, it's funny coming from me. I wasn't that serious about brushing my teeth. And, and, and more importantly, I wasn't that serious about flossing, right? To me, it was more of a, it was more of a burden than anything else. But more and more so, I'm making it a habit. Actually, I started uh, late last week. And what I'm doing is I have a process. Right before I go to sleep, I brush my teeth. Then I use the regular floss to floss every single uh, nook and crevice of my teeth. And then I use the water floss to go through it one more time. And then lastly, I use mouth rinse. So that, I used to think it takes, I don't know, a good 10, 15 minutes. Because I, I usually play through the scenario in my head. Mm-hmm. So that I kind of put myself out of the misery of saying, oh, that's going to take too long. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But in reality, once you start doing it, once you get the ball rolling, it's really not that difficult. It, it literally takes about five to seven minutes. But I enjoy doing it now. I'm trying to make it a habit. I actually heard, as we were talking earlier... If you are persistent with a single task or a single um, activity for a continuation of two weeks straight, I think you can actually have a higher chance of converting that action or task into a habit. So Mm -hmm. that's what I'm trying to build. And hopefully, you know, I can be, I can fix my habit and also be a role model of other people who are lazy. But definitely (laughs) take care of your teeth. Make sure you go to your biannual checkup, regular cleaning, and then, yeah, protect your teeth. You need it, right? You know what? I mean, it seems like a chore, and and it may at first, but actually, you know, once you, your mouth is really clean and fresh, I mean, you get this whole new sort of sensation, and it actually makes you really refreshed. So I think it's um, it's actually a good habit to have, you know, nonetheless, good grooming ritual. I couldn't. I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree less. I mean, as you were saying that, I just um, I had a gulp of uh, whiskey, and I was actually slushing it around in my mouth, as if I was renting or, <laughs> or that would kill all the germs. All the germs, dude. But, but definitely, I completely agree, and I encourage encourage all of you. And it's an expensive mouthwash, dude. That is expensive, <laughs> but well worth it. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, dude. Imagine. And you don't I, have to spit it out. Imagine <laughs> I put this. In the water floss, and I just spray oh in my, my mouth. <laughs> but you can't spit uh, this one you, out. That'd <laughs> be hell expensive. But but that that was a summary. That was uh, what happened with the whole uh, <laughs> deep cleaning experience. Nice. I'm glad I made it out of life. Definitely a whole new perspective on not life, but a whole new perspective on uh, toothbrushing. 
Um, following that, I did decide to take one little break. Uh, myself and a friend who went to Disneyland, of, of all places, right? Because definitely, what would you do when you just went to the doctors and you want to celebrate? You go to the happiest place on earth, right? Right. Definitely not the restroom. I, I thought that's se. that's going to the uh, the whiskey bar. Whiskey bar, or in my case, when it's at home, it's in the restroom, the happiest place on earth. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on the throne. But but let me tell you, dude, I uh, I've always been a fan of. Disney, something about, you know, growing up watching the cartoons, the animation, and the, the childhood, right, of, of, of imagination. Mm-hmm. And and you worked for Disney. I, I have. I have in the past. I've worked with, I worked indirectly for Disney and worked on a lot of their, lot of their releases. Uh, but you know what? This time around, this time was actually the first time I realized I'm getting too old for this. And, and no, get this. So I, I've been going to Disneyland for the in the past four years, maybe including this past past trip, three times out of the four years. So you know, maybe give or take once once a year. Um, and it, it's great. I love it. I love going there. I love experiencing. It. And when you're there, you just can't help but being happy, right? Not me. Not not you. Well, you're, you're definitely over that. But but <laughs> but this time around. I shit you not. We got there at 10 o'clock. Um, we left at 6. And out of the entire time there, we've only waited in line for the Buzz Lightyear ride. That was it. And that line itself took 40 minutes. So we waited in line for 40 minutes. And then for the rest of the time, we walked around the park. And we sat down uh, for an hour to watch the parade. That was it. For some reason, I did not want to get in line. The line was just ridiculously long. And... It kind of hit me. I had an epiphany at that time. Holy shit. You're paying to wait in fucking line, dude. This is fucking ridiculous. They should create, and I've read this and I've seen this online. They should create a ride called The Line where you pay just to fucking wait in line. It's ridiculous the amount of time you have to wait. 30, 40, an hour to wait for a ride. Think about it. How many rides are there in Disneyland? A good two dozen, maybe. Two dozen big rides. yeah. Yeah, maybe a lot more than that. But the thing is, you cannot go through every single ride in one day. You cannot. You just cannot. Imagine if no. at bare minimum you spend 30 minutes on a ride and then another 10, 15 minutes traveling from one ride to another or one section of the park to another. You're not going to clear the whole park. So not at all. What I did was we went in, walked around, went on the ride, came out, went to the parade, walked around, and then we said, fuck it. Let's go have some sushi buffet. So we actually at Disneyland? No, not Disneyland. We went to um, went to another. Oh, so place. you guys left the park? We left at six o'clock. We didn't want to <clears throat> get this. We didn't want to wait and watch the fireworks. Yeah, this is ridiculous. But I mean, I still have a soft spot Create for your Disney own fireworks. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, but you know, I, I think I'm growing old. Old. I, I I realized standing there, I was like, dude, this doesn't fit me. What's up with these kids? And, and, you know, family of four, I think you'll need something like at least $700 for a day. For a single day. Yeah. So, I mean, what? Tickets cost almost $100 oh, each. Oh, yeah. $100 right? something. Yeah. And then food, parking. I mean, easily you'll need seven to $800. And just to wait in fucking line, dude. Think about yeah. that. I mean, I'm not discouraging you guys to go. Definitely go. It's, it's You're living that experience. And for some reason, ever since my first trip there, I realized a lot of the people that work there, 
they're either on drugs or something, or, or, or they're, they're, they're sipping some... Uh, scotch? They're sipping some high-quality scotch, because everybody is happy as fuck. <laughs> That's why I stopped going altogether. So, you know, I went to Knott's Berry Farm. Hmm. Uh, like two weeks ago. The poor man's Disneyland. <laughs> poor man's Disneyland, yeah, well, because I'm poor, and, you know, I couldn't afford to go to Disneyland. Um, for those of you outside of California and who may not be familiar with Knott's Ferry Farm. It's another amusement park similar to, well, not entirely similar, but kind of like Disneyland. Um, it's for slightly older, you know, older kids, um, a lot of roller coasters, not as extreme as like the Six Flags, Magic Mountain, but kind of something in between uh, Six Flags and Disneyland. And it's uh, the, the park is Snoopy. And peanut gang mm-hmm. uh, theme based, so <laughs> that's um, the game that runs the park. Where that's Mickey, the game. Mickey yeah. and his crew handles this. Right, exactly. So, you know what the 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 line? Some lines were long, uh, definitely, but but you know probably not as long as Disneyland. Oh, it's and ridiculous. but you know the the roller coasters were pretty cool. And the food is definitely not as expensive as Disneyland. So, but are they good though? Fucking those. Uh, turkey, turkey drumsticks. Oh my god! Yeah, what is that? Like fifteen bucks each? Uh, ten dollars, ten or fifteen dollars. Like I don't know. I See, didn't buy it because I was poor. I mean, I, you know what? Not Fairy Farm has something that Disneyland doesn't. Has Panda Express inside the park. Poor man's Chinese food. Poor man's Chinese. Food. <laughs> yeah. Panda. So for me, that that's you know, some it, was, argue, it was money. Some might argue it's the real Chinese food. <laughs> it, it definitely is. Remember, real Chinese, real Chinese food. food is cooked by our Mexicano friends at the back. <laughs> that's real, authentic Chinese food. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I was gonna say this till later, but speaking of which, so when we were at um, Panda Express. In Knott's Berry Farm. In Knott's Berry Farm, you know they give you. You went to Knott's Berry Farm to eat Panda Express. <laughs> well. I mean, I'm poor. What can I say? <laughs> I, I have to enjoy my day. Um, so they give you this authentic fortune cookie because every Chinese food, you know, authentic Chinese food places, <laughs> they give you a fortune cookie. Um, and you're, not le- you're not legit if you don't get fortune cookies. Yeah, and, and you know, we opened it. And I was actually there with my, my, my boss, my 80-year-old son. <laughs> and... Um, you know, when we opened the fortune cookie, actually read, never let an opportunity pass you by. And so I pondered on that a little bit and I asked my boss, hey, what do you think that means? And he cleverly said, well, you don't wait for an opportunity to come to you, you create it. And so I was blown away by that, right? Um, and he's my boss after all, I guess. He, you know what I'm blown away by? What? The fact that this specific quote actually came out of a Panda Express fortune cookie. <laughs> that's right. Confucius is doing work. Dude. <laughs> hey, that's why I go to Panda. <laughs> but, but honestly, I think that quote itself resonated a lot with yourself and, and me, right? Because, I mean, given everything that has happened and, and where we are today and where we are now... Um, Definitely, and the fact that your boss, your eight-year-old son, you know, had the intellect to say, hey, you know, create your own opportunity and not let it happen to you. Too many times, 
all of us kind of blame things that aren't happening to us or blame the misfortune on the fact that we have no control over. Or, hey, we're not getting a raise because, oh, uh, he doesn't like us or, he, you know, I don't deserve it. Or, hey, how come he's better than me or he comes from a better background? That's why he's better off. You know what? Funny thing. I actually was watching a YouTube video uh, of a friend of mine's and he talked about getting promoted at work. And he made a very, very interesting comment. And he said, you know how people say, people, a lot of people always say, or most people always say, oh, I don't want to do that. That's not part of my job description. Right. But what that You say that to me all the time. <laughs> but, what that essentially, <laughs> but what that essentially means is you don't want to be promoted, right? Because yeah. when you're hired, you're expected to do whatever, whether it's on the you know, on your, on your job description or not on your job description. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that you're doing things outside of your job description right. that allows you to get promoted and do something better. You can't just say, oh, I'm not qualified. Oh, this is not my job. This is not part of my job description. I'm not going to do it. Well, maybe if you were to do the things that are outside of your job description, you have a better chance of getting promoted. I think too many times, too often than not, we tend to wait for opportunity to come. We all, we're, we're trying to be Sir Isaac Newton sitting down, you know, under a tree, waiting for the apple to drop and say, ooh, gravity is real, right? But the truth of the matter is sometimes apples aren't ready to fall. You have to get your ass up, bring a ladder and say, hey, I want that specific apple. I don't want that fucking apple that just fell on my head. You know, there's lice, it's dirty. I want to pick my own motherfucking apple. Maybe that's a bad analogy. You know, I think the scotch is working. (laughs) (laughs) Because (laughs) that analogy, I'm not sure. I got to think about that. Or maybe just have some more scotch. (laughs) That is a deep analogy. It's only for the wise. That's right. But I mean, I mean, you can you can definitely share with the audience how that quote resonated with you. Right, I I just shared how it resonates with me, but I I think it no, I think I think you're you're absolutely right. You're you're absolutely right about um, you know the the job description. A lot of people do sort of blame it on their job description for not doing something. But fact of the matter is, there's no job description for an entrepreneur. There's no job description for the CEO. No job description for life, dude. Right. I mean, you know. It is up to you to write how that description fits you. Um, so, I mean, I think that's the the moral of the the story. Um, you know, create an opportunity. You know, Dale here got tickets to Disneyland. I didn't get the tickets to Disneyland, so I created my own opportunity. Went to <laughs> poor man's, you know, Disneyland. Not very far. But even when I went there, I wasn't enjoying the time that's until right. sushi came along. But this goes to show, right? Everybody is going through different things, different phases. Yep. Everybody has their own life to live, their own goals, their own milestones to hit. And more often than not, we always, always feel like we deserve certain things or, or, or we're meant to have certain things or, or certain good things happen to other people because, you know, they're just better than us. That's not the case. Sometimes the people who actually succeed or who are ahead of others are the ones that actually work hard. You know, another another phrase I've heard is, hey, you can be as talented as you are, but if you don't put in the effort and the hustle, you'll never get as far as those who do. Because people who work hard and put in their effort, they can actually gain a lot more knowledge and they are walking away with more than somebody who can just be smart and who can say, oh, I'm good at this, I'm good at that. But those who work hard have 
a propensity to grow, a propensity to say, hey, I'm open to learning new things rather than mm-hmm. relying on what I know. And that in itself, I think it's a lesson both in career and in life. Hard work. So when you don't have access to fine scotch, drinking bourbon is okay too. No, you rob a fucking bank, dude. What? <laughs> it's fine scotch. You do not go drink a bourbon. Tell me about that bourbon. What, what did we drink last time? Um, Jack. Jack Daniels. I'll be real. I know a lot of a lot of you guys are going to hate us for saying this. Hate me. You guys can hate me for saying this. But I'm going to be honest. We had... Just Jack- to be clear, his name is Dale. Dale. <laughs> Dale Underwood. <laughs> I did not know where the fuck that came from. But we... <laughs> Scotch. <laughs> Wait, what was your name again? Oh, Glenn. Glenn and Dale had an opportunity... What was my name again? <laughs> Dale and... Dale and... Glenn. <laughs> scotch. I, they, next they, time we're not doing this scotch thing. Dale we and, can't think right. Dale and Glenn had an oppor- had an opportunity to try all seven of Jack Daniels' trademarked line of bourbon. Well, we don't know if it's trademarked, oh, it's but trademarked, anyway, but there were seven different so, types. So it was of, like what? Jack Daniel number seven. Jack the original Jack. Uh, what is that? Sh- there was win- like a winter, honey. Yeah, winter flavor. A- apple. Some, apple cinnamon. Oh my god! I cannot. It was the worst experience I've ever had. I mean, let me just say, I, I I don't know if it's because it was Jack Daniel or because we we had a little too much of it. Well, maybe you I come spent over I spent a good, you know, two hours in the bathroom because oh, it's man, the happiest place on <laughs> in the world. It, it just wasn't sitting right. <laughs> that Jack just wanted to get out. Yeah. And mind you, it was it was actually per an old colleague of ours who says he is a Scotch or, or, or whiskey, connoisseur. whiskey connoisseur, but he ordered multiple handles of Jack Daniel because he wanted to drink Jack and Coke. What the fuck? <laughs> Why order whiskey when you want to mix it, right? If you're going to drink whiskey, drink it neat. Drink it on the rocks. You know, drink it like it's meant to be drinking or did I use that? Did I use that tense? <laughs> well, I think for sure you're drunk, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> he as he is sipping his fine glass of Ugadel. Mm. Neat. My favorite. Arbeg, holla at your boys, dude. I know you guys just did that space exploration. I need that batch, like ASAP. Send us a bottle. Send us that bottle, dude. We'll 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 put it to good use. We'll we'll do a proper shout out for you guys. Our bag, the land, the land of the free. So let's move on to the next topic, right? Um, I have two things to share, actually. Okay, go. Speaking of next topic. Yeah, let's go for it. So most of you are loyal MP fans or or homies or or peeps. Homegirls. Homegirls, dudes, dudettes, um, ladies. So three. Now, since you mentioned the girls, three things. We're still looking for a female host. I'm still looking for a female host. <laughs> yeah, because this sex change thing is not working. <laughs> uh, but that aside, some important updates. One is, most of you guys know from the past podcast, I've gotten a ticket, ticket for not turning on my headlights. Uh, and actually, uh, Glenn can attest to this. After our podcast that day, he sp- I went back to listen to it again, so so I can say this. He specifically said, hey, any 2014 model car should have automatic headlights. Can you tell our fans, you went into my car, and were there any switches for automatic headlights? (laughs) Excuse me. I just uh, 
down 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 a, down, down a mouthful of uh, whiskey. Yeah. So <coughs> I was wrong. Yeah, his car did not have an automatic headlight. Man. So I should, was I, should I should I take should I take the lawsuit to the manufacturer automotive manufacturer or should I just take it to court? And I, deal? I'm not sure when you get to uh, the court and if the judge asks you innocent or guilty and you say innocent because my 2014 car model should should have had an automatic headlight but it didn't i'm not sure that's going to play out well innocent until manufacturer (laughs) (laughs) update update car model with automatic headlights i see but going back to that specific case actually um during our quote-unquote vacation time I actually came across something very, very interesting. It's still being, it's still in development, but I'm holding my breath actually for this one. <laughs> and by right now, the court date is scheduled uh, in mid-April. But I am holding my breath because there is actually a really, really good opportunity or a high chance that I might get out of this ticket. And I will tell you guys how it all happened. But, dude, definitely very, very interesting story. So that's something I want to throw out there, keep you guys intrigued. In April. In April. So hopefully by April, by late April, I'll come back with the story. Um, And then lastly, at least on my end in terms of updates and everything, um, for those who's been following us and and reading MP articles, we had an article called Backwards with Mia Mm. where I myself sold my 1993 classic red uh, Mazda Miata, first gen. Um, I got rid of the car because I just couldn't drive two cars. Um, well, he uh, needed to make room for his I, Lamborghini. I, I, <laughs> I needed to make room for the Lambo, but at the same time, more importantly, I couldn't drive two cars. I was doing 90 miles a day with my daily, um, and there just wasn't enough parking space at home for me <laughs> to really enjoy it over the over the weekend. Poor you. Uh, I ended up selling it to a to an 18 year old. And he... That was a good one, by the way. Dude, I, I gave this kid... Dude, this kid is going to do so great. He's going to be fucking picking up chicks left and right, dude. <laughs> um, but, but anyways... That, that's your... That's your, you know, um, virgin... That's of, my gift. That's, yeah, That's I my see. gift. That's my blessing to him. Picking up chicks with his uh, car. With that, with that wonderful, wonderful classic red top down, dude. What, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want to ride in it? You had a hard time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Had a hard time catching up. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what? Not I, until it was no, your Lambo. It, it just, it had just you hit me. not had. I trouble. had a hard time fitting chicks into the car. Oh, because I there's see. too many of them. <laughs> Got it. The truth is, I actually traded uh, the, the, the the Miata for a minivan, <laughs> so I can squeeze all min- the ladies. <laughs> hey, minivan is sexy, man. <laughs> Especially when you lower it, you <laughs> slam it, put some rims, and then put put a spoiler on. But. Uh, going back to that topic, without without deterring too far, as we do usual, um, <laughs> I'm actually in the market again, uh, looking for a Mia replacement. I wouldn't call it a Mia replacement. I think the old flame is still there. Um, I'm still, still deeply, deeply in love with the car with with Miatas. Um, right now, I'm debating between an NA, a first gen, or an NB. Um, the, the second gen, which is a little longer in length. And a little bigger in, in, um, in the cockpit. So I'm looking into another Miata. That's for sure. Uh, hopefully get it in the next month or so. I'll update you guys. Oh, but, wow. Life must be good. But, but here's, here's the better part, though. 
one of the reasons I want to get it is summer is coming. Top down is a must. Mm. I want to get back into the whole manual. We wrote about that, the uh, three-piece yeah. manual. But more importantly, I've been thinking about this, this idea I've been toying with for a long time. Um, but there could be a car project in the works. That's right. And this one is actually not going to uh, – maybe we'll do some article. Maybe we'll do some podcast. But more yeah. importantly – there's going to be video components of that. Oh, yeah. So you guys will see – I don't know. I don't know if I want to show you guys my face. But you guys will definitely see the car. There's going to be a lot of how-tos. Maybe we'll teach you how to change things. But, you know, be posted because I'm fucking excited about it. I don't know what car it will be, but it's going to be a Miata. I don't know which generation. I don't know how badly or how nice it will look. But definitely stay tuned. There is a new project in the works. So there, there's basically a new woman. A new, a new lady in my life. New lady in the works. Okay, cool. That's, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, we we can't wait to hear it and see it. I'll, I'll definitely keep you guys posted. Yeah. And hey, uh, I think exciting thing for this one, like Dale said, is video. I think um, that's going to be exciting for us. Um, it's going to be exciting for everyone. So I know we talked about this for a while, but. Um, Along with that, we'll do some video series on grooming too. Yeah, wait till I lose weight. I can't show you guys my face until I lose weight. Well, you mean until the surgery. <laughs> <laughs> then it will not be Dale. It will be uh, Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> Daisy, yeah. Um, so speaking of, well, not, not grooming. He, he talked about Mia, but... Um, uh, tying since, it all back. I mean, yeah, this is a grooming. This tie, is a grooming tying podcast. it back to, uh, yeah, grooming. Um, Take us back. Take us back, Glenn. So, I, you know, I think one thing that I realized as we were, what, in this kind of, you know, sabbatical, you know, for the past couple of weeks. Did it pay you when I was sabbatical? Can you define? I'm horrible with definitions. Sabbatical. With English. <laughs> well, I guess that depends on who your boss or company is. Because yeah. I didn't get paid. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's because that's not in your job description. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, you know, if you pay, which is outside of job, you have a chance of getting promoted. Oh, I <laughs> see. go above and beyond your job description. I see. Didn't Got it. Got it. Got it. So we'll have to revisit that part. <laughs> but, you know, as we were in this kind of personal Limbo. sabbatical, <laughs> um, you know, actually... I don't know about you. I, I think you as well. We we talked about this a little bit. We kind of came back to our grooming roots, right? And mm-hmm. one of the reasons why we groom, besides from the fact that it's hygienic, it's clean, it's, you know, um, I think the the at the core, it makes you as an individual feel good about it. So, you know, I think uh, several days have gone by without me shaving. And, you know, you could feel the, the kind of the the stubble turning into beer, etc. But man, you know, after a nice, clean, you know, shave with with hot steam towel and you know um, properly shaving with the with the razor blade and nice long shower, also bath. I mean, guys included, try the bath. And actually, you know, Dale here has written about um, bath salt. In our past um, article, mm, yes, it was it was a gift. And as a matter of fact, how to make your own bath salt mm-hmm, at home mm-hmm. with with tea household, bags, instant yeah, tea bags, ha- household, household items, or or, or um, readily available items on, yep. on Amazon. And and I mean that's fantastic. So basically, uh, to make this long story short, 
you know, when I kind of, you know, in this sort of self-exploratory stage and when I went through my grooming sort of habits, it really made me feel like a new man and, and it made me feel good. I mean, I think honestly, everyday shaving, I mean, that alone makes you really feel good and special. So, you know, the point I want to make is take your time, don't rush when you shave or when you brush your teeth or whatever, you know, it is that you do. Enjoy that. Enjoy that moment. You know, keep, keeping, keeping the topic in grooming, but I would like to definitely add to what Glenn said. Going back to the whole, I mean, taking a full circle again, backwards this time, going back to the whole brushing teeth and, and the whole new ritual that I set out for myself, what started was me overthinking, overprocessing things and say, hey, this is going to take forever. I don't want to do it. I don't want to floss my teeth one, one tooth at a time or one crevice at a time. It's going to take forever. But once you get into the rhythm, believe me, it's actually fun. I enjoy doing it. And like you said, at the end of all of this, I feel I accomplished something. It's, it's not about, hey, no, it's, it's not about how big or small the task is. The fact that you accomplished something you set out to do, that gives you confidence. That gives me confidence to say, hey, I now have control over how I live, how I groom. And that makes me feel good overall. But not to deter from the topic of, you know, grooming and shaving. I think when we're talking earlier, you brought up Harry's per se. Oh, that's right. I almost forgot because of this fine scotch that we're having. <laughs> so Harry's just recently notified us as well as other um, subscribers, other you know subscribers of theirs, that they're changing their uh, Truman uh, handles. Which is their Truman is their entry entry level. Yeah, they're they're two handles. Uh, one's Winston, mm-hmm. uh, which is the upper end. The higher end, yeah. Uh, which is basically a, a chrome, mm-hmm. um, and it's really nicely done. It's, it's the, the the highly polished chrome that you can actually even get your um, initials engraved. Mm-hmm. It makes a really good uh, gift in a set for those who are interested, or you know, a nice set for yourself, for that matter. Yeah. And then the, the, there's a, the entry level, quote unquote, and you know, just keep in mind this entry level is really nice as well. Is the um, the Truman set, and before it was actually a um, hard plastic material for the handle. For the handle, right? And um, and and uh, just just as an FYI, their their blade, um, you know, their 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 actual you know razor, the blade, um, it, there's only one one option. So unlike Dollar Shave Club, where there are you know multiple options, there's only one option for the blade. So it doesn't matter which handle you use; you only have one option for it's that. Just a look and feel or quality. But there's a the entry level handle, um, which I believe goes for fifteen bucks, and I believe the Winston goes for twenty five bucks. Anyways, um, was a hard plastic material, um, and you know it, it was really nice. By the way, I, I have that you know handle set myself and. I really enjoyed it, and it came in, you know, I think three or four different colors, ivory, orange, blue, something like that. Um, but uh, they decided to get rid of that uh, hard plastic material and change it into a rubber, rubbery um, sort of substance. So I think their idea is that, you know, rubber gives you better grip, and um, it's non-slippery, it's probably better. And instead of keeping the old material, um, they're going to get rid of that, phase it out, and only make the new rubber material available. So, 
Glenn, myself, and Dale here um, had a sort of debate. Um, I'm not a fan of this rubber material because, you know, I think it cheapens the feel and, 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 and look. And going back to the whole routine of shaving, you know, one of the reasons we do it is because it makes us feel good. It's not about, you know, the functional, you know, uh, just purely the aspect of, you know, of functional aspect to, to get a good shave. I mean, if you want that, you know, mine is use electric shave, right? It's faster. I mean, it, it shaves pretty decent as well. But for me, it's the whole, you know, it's the whole routine, you know, the feel. So I really enjoy the, the old hard plastic, um, you know, nice, solid, you know, feel um, rather than a rubber grip, which is somewhat similar to a lot of, I think you know, Gillette, are, yeah, Gillette, Gillette, a lot of the mainstream stuff you can pick up at store. I think. Even Dollar Shave. Yeah, so I don't like that. And, and you know, so I, I'm sure there's there a lot of debate, you know, going on um, amongst you guys as well. But, um, you know, I'm going to let Dale speak um, his part, what his um, thoughts are. Truth be told, <clears throat> yes, we had a debate. But truth be told, as I just finished my gulp of uh, whiskey... I actually don't give a fuck, <laughs> but but but, but let, let let me let me play devil's Is that advocate. In your job description? <laughs> that's not. That's what I have to do. What oh, I, not, I see. <laughs> do, new new mantra. Do what's not in your job description. <laughs> <laughs> but do try to keep your job. <laughs> yes, that's the second sentence that follows. <laughs> but in all honesty, I'll play devil's advocate. I think I, I see both ends of the spectrum. Right. One is. Harry's came out with that plastic, uh, solid color form factor that a lot of original users kind of identify with. And it resonates with Harry's sleek and high-end brand. But now with the transition to the rubber, I, I understand, right? Rubber, maybe the thinking was, hey, better grip. Maybe it's cheaper. Maybe it's cheaper to produce. Um, and the whole concept is we'll make it seem non, actually, would you do that? I mean, we're, we're both advertisers. Would you as a brand or as a, as a marketer say, Hey, I'm going to make my product look cheaper. So it seems a bit more accessible to the masses. No, you wouldn't, right? You no. wouldn't say I have a high, I have a brand that I've been pushing as a high end category. I'm not going to change it. Well, let's clarify. I mean, so you know, we haven't actually um, seen the, the, you know, new handle. Okay, yet. we haven't. What so, is... hey, Harry's, we're waiting for them. Yeah, if you don't want um, us to talk shit. I but, mean... you know, I'm sure it, it's nice. I mean, from the picture, it, it, it does look nice. But, I mean, right when, you, when you said, hey, is it going to save a lot of money for them? Possibly. I mean, and, and that could possibly have been a... Is it recycled material? Do we know that? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. But... Regardless, I, I, I don't like it. No, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think I'm looking at it right now. It's just, uh, it doesn't look as appealing as the rest of the, the rest of the blade or, or the original blade. It looks shitty. It, it looks very, very low quality. It looks, it looks, it looks like, like a, a Gillette. It, it looks like, put it this way. <laughs> Not that is there's anything wrong with that Gillette. No, let's put, let's put it that way. I think it looks like one of those disposable exactly. razor blades. Or, or, or yeah, razor rather than one where you can actually proudly display. It looks like something you're using and you put it back in the box. Yeah. More importantly, it looks like something you use and throw it away the, uh, after the first time or second time of usage. Yeah. So I think that is at least we're going to dock points on our behalf. Uh, as consumers, as as well as marketers, 
But if you look at their uh, Winston set, that is sleek. Like uh, like Glenn said, it actually has a chrome handle. And more importantly, I actually have uh, a Winston set myself. That was a gift from Glenn. And when you hold it in your hand, because of the chrome, because of the the weight, uh, the material, there's yeah. weight, right? It feels sturdy. You feel like, like you said, when it comes to grooming, yep. it has to be the form factor, the look, and the feel in particular. When you have something that has a weight, and it just feels you have more confidence right. when you're holding it. You, when you take it to your face, you feel like you're more in control rather than saying, oh, shit, this is flimsy. You know, should I apply this much pressure? But this, you know you can go all out. You know you can just go slashing across your face. <laughs> Maybe not that crazy, but you know you have the confidence. You have the ability to push push the product a little bit. It's like taking a sports car. Let's talk about Miatas, right? Let's say you have a Miata. You take it to the track. You know the car likes to be revved. You know the car wants you to push it. Rather than taking a Corolla, you don't know how far, you know, you can redline it before the engine blows up. Not that there's anything wrong with Corollas. <laughs> I, lo- I mean, I love Corolla. The, the old school Corollas, you know, they're real, real drive. But you get, the, you get the idea. Quality and... So, hey, I'm sure this is a controversial topic for those that are into it. Um, but, hey... That should be part of the presidential debate. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Donald. Hey, Bernie. What do you guys think? I don't know. If Let you guys want our votes, if you guys want our votes, yeah. you better talk about this whole Harry's and their new take on the Truman set. That's right. So, hey, uh, it's interesting that um, Harry's have decided to do that. Um, Is it good? We don't know. We will see. Well, I think it sucks. <clears throat> I personally, I don't give a fuck, but I do think it sucks too. <laughs> on that note, I think we are going to wrap this long story long up. <laughs> but more importantly, we're glad to be back. I'm Definitely. excited to hear my voice again. Only you. <laughs> <laughs> that makes one of us. <laughs> no, seriously. Somebody got to hit play like 50, 40, 100 times. That's right. <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks for uh, being loyal. Thanks for uh, you know sticking with us. We really appreciate it. Be sure to stick with your uh, grooming routine. A lot of exciting things ahead of us. Until next time, this is Glenn. Be good. This is Dale. Later. Peace. This great music has been provided by Bensound.com.